0: We're Lewis and Pete from Personal Trainer Portal. We've built up over 14 years of combined experience personal training, and now we're here to help gym floor personal trainers to earn more money, get more clients, and reduce the stress and anxiety of starting out in the industry. Let's dive into this episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Personal Trainer Portal podcast. Today, we're carrying on the topic we've been speaking about, what PTs suck at. Today, we're talking about communication in an induction. The other week in episode 54, we spoke about communication with gym members, just on the gym floor. Today, we're talking specifically, like I said, about the induction. You might be thinking, well, one, what, what's the best way to actually bring a client, a potential client into my world in induction? Should I just be showing them the exercises and then selling my PT at the end? Well, we would say no because you need to build that know, like, and trust. You might be delivering inductions in the gym at the minute, and you might be a little bit awkward, you might be a little bit nervous, not really knowing what to, sh- to say, showing them the basic machines, like the treadmill, the cross trainer, then maybe some of the chest press, shoulder press, and then just getting them on the way and just saying, if you need my help, come over and speak to me. Well, we're gonna speak about the exact process and the exact steps you should probably take to make sure that one, you're being enthusiastic, towards the people in the induction. So they actually like it and they don't find you boring and how to move the induction along so you can potentially pick them up as a client. So Pete, what would you say is the, the, the first thing you need to do when someone comes in in an induction?
1: I think just to, before I delve into that, I think just to add, to sort of tie onto what you've said is you've really got to think of an induction there's not just a ticking of the box as you get someone in, you've got to do it. You've got to show them how to turn the treadmill on. It's it's about showcasing you, getting your personality across, and it's really good advert for your business. And if you take that into your, your next induction, you're probably going to bear some fruit
0: from it, aren't you? Exactly. And I think a lot of the times, I know for a fact when we did our gym shift, I'd be I've had, maybe had a busy morning of clients. I'd be on my gym shift. I'd just done a gym class, for example, where I've expended a lot of energy doing that. And then I'd notice there was an induction booked on and I'd just think, oh, yeah. I cannot be bothered yeah. to yeah. show people around to turn a machine yeah. on. But, and I know for a fact, looking back now, I should have maybe changed my mindset on that because really what it is, is someone telling you that they don't know what to do and they want help. It's almost like, for example, if you put something online and someone's messaged you saying, I'm struggling in the gym, I need some help. It's like someone's just giving you that. So if you've got an induction, someone's what's called in the internet space, a warm lead because they, yeah. they need help. You don't even, you, you're almost bypassing the first part we speak about on this podcast of approaching someone, introducing yourself, asking them if you want to actually show them some machines. I'll give them some help. You're bypassing that. They've already told you they need help. So then you can go straight into that part.
1: Yeah. I think we're definitely both guilty of missing a the trick there. And I think when you're on shift and you've just done a class, you're knackered and induction comes in and you probably don't make the most of it. And I think the point we're trying to get across is these are warm leads. These people are almost telling you they need help. And if you sort of do the induction in a correct manner, and do some of the tactics we're going to talk about now you, you're going to probably get a client from it yeah exactly so going back to your question so where to start i think straight away you've got to introduce yourself and you've got to break the ice because i mean how many inductions we did and people come in they just look awkward as hell don't they so it's well, it's a horrible environment the gym for a new person a newbie or they probably don't know what they're doing and then they're in a group of people they don't know either. So it's really awkward. And there's a PT, they don't know, like quite possibly don't know either. So I think break the ice, just have a bit of chat with them, introduce yourself, get their name, find out a little bit about them, just get the barriers down because they've come in, the barriers are up and you need to break them down because you're going to get a lot more out of them. And you you want to, you know, the next point we're going to move on to is open-ended questions, but people got barriers on, they're just going to shut those questions down. So you've you've got to get the barriers down, then people open up to you.
0: It's almost like speaking to them as if they're already your friend. And I know this is cliche stuff, but when they come in for an induction, try and relate to them in some way. As Peter said there, ask the name first. Maybe just ask why they're there. And that leads on to our next one of open-ended questions. So once you've broken the ice a little bit, you maybe made a little joke, that's when Let's say, for example, there might be maybe just one person induction, but I don't know, this might be different with different gyms, but our gyms, I think we had a maximum of, was it four people? Allowed an induction? Four or
1: five, I think.
0: Yeah, so, five. yeah, say five. So we had anywhere between one and five people in an induction. So let's just say you have five people booked on, there's only one or two people there. That's when you can really start to be a bit more personal with those people who are there while you're waiting for the other people. They're getting some more one-to-one time with you. This is where you can ask some more open-ended questions and then obviously we'll you and ask them again when everyone's there. But you can ask things like, what was the reason for booking on to this induction? They'll tell you. Then you can ask what they've been struggling with within the gym at the minute, what the problems are, and you can ask what their goals are as well. Obviously, you don't want to ask them all just off the bat and rolling them off each other. You want to make sure they've responded first, try and get a little bit of information out. Ask their problem, their struggles. Once they've told you, You can ask their goal. So you know exactly what their goal is and where they want to be. And then you know more about them. And then you're showing that you are the authority figure. They are feeling like they're being listened to. And at the end of the day, if they are in an induction, like Pete just said there, they don't know what they're doing. They, they book the induction because they need some help. So if you've asked open-ended questions and shown that you've listened, they will immediately unless you've done something stupid, they will like you. You're building up that know, like, and trust straight away.
1: I think as well, what's really important, and we've said this a million times, when you're starting a conversation with just a gym member that isn't an induction, we've talked about having a script, and we'll say it again. I don't mean carrying around a bit of paper with questions on and showing them that. I mean, whether you get your friends and family who come to the gym and you do a bit of a walkthrough with them, show them some of the machines, I'll just jot down some ideas or questions that you can just have in your head without having them on a bit of paper in front of you that will get you an open-ended or a, a long response. Those big questions that you know will work for anyone that's in induction. You know, what, what's a training goal? But, you know, there's tons of questions like that. Big question, why are they here? What's made them book on this induction? Like you said, Lewis, those questions, but getting good information out of them, then feed into the next point of tailoring the induction to people's problems or goal. So if you ask someone why they're they're here, why they have booked on an induction, their response is, well, I want to lose a few pounds. I haven't been in the gym for over a year and a half. Then you've got a bit of information that you can work with for a fact that they're here for a fat loss to get fitter. So you can show them some exercises that will help with that. You can show them a bit of cardio, but then you can get them on the way. It's something that they maybe haven't done before or done properly. It just feeds into that. So getting the information with those open-ended questions leads into tailoring the induction. If you tailor induction, you're going to get a lot more from those people. You're pushing them along the conveyor belt. They're more likely to come to you for help in the future with coaching.
0: Yeah, because I think I remember our induction sort of template, but we were told by the gym managers was to take them on three cardio kit, bit of cardio kit and I think three weight machines. So let's just say a treadmill or a trainer, a bike and then like a chest press, leg press, tricep, push down, but you'd end up just telling them how to hit go and stop and then the basics and don't get me wrong. You can factor that in the induction because at the end of the day, people still do need to know how to use the machines, but you can then also say to them, well. I've got a basic template to show you here And but from what you've told me, you are wanting to lose a little bit of weight and you've never done any weights before. Well, as well as showing you the machines, I'll spend five minutes with you or the group, everyone else has got the same goals as you and same struggles as you, and I'll show you some specific exercises, which will help you get your arms, your triceps, your bingo wings, and maybe some core exercises, and actually show you the proper technique and form. And all this is stuff I use with my clients and they've got great results. So straight away there, you are actually mentioning some of your clients as well. So they, again, know that they're working with people. You're working with people just like them. So you're going to them, it seems like you are providing even more value and you're going above and beyond. When really, you're not really, because you've got an induction anyway. You're just not going to completely by the book. And I think a lot of people, relating this back to the car salesman, I think when you go into a car dealership, they always say stuff like, "Oh, well, I shouldn't really be showing you this. I shouldn't really be telling you this about the car." But really, they say that to everyone. They're allowed to say yeah. it.
1: Yeah.
0: It just makes you feel as if you're special. Exactly, and I
1: think spending a little bit of time in in coming up with a way to capture that person's details, like you say, Lewis, you were, you've sort of planted the seed with mentioning your clients and, and things that have worked for them. You're almost. Soft selling without directly going hard sell. You're not saying, well, if you need PT, come and see us. You're saying, well, you know, and i definitely I got clients. Did yeah. I've got clients and this has worked for them. Here's a training plan. Give it a go. And there's tons of ways to capture the, the details, whether you just directly ask them for contact details to add them to a Facebook, a free Facebook group, or maybe you do a gym class within the gym you work from, or whether you have a, a nutrition or a lead mag, something they can download. There's loads of different ways you can capture or even a follow-up, get them in. Say, here's a plan. Come back next week after you've done a few of the sessions and tell me how you've got on. And it's just continuing that relationship. that in Bayer Belt. Exactly. You're building that relationship up and you're building
0: that know, like, and trust that we love to bang on about. I think one of the worst things you can do and I know for a fact, I did it all the time, especially if I felt like I couldn't be bothered to do the induction I get to the end of the last machine, I'll show them how to use and I go, right, that's it. Anybody, any questions? Someone might have like the odd question and I just go, we've all, we're all, I'm also a PT here along with all the other PTs here. If you're interested in that, just let me know, grab a business card and see you later. If people aren't listening to that. You're not showing any authority. You're not shown that you actually care about taking them on as a client. Whereas as Pete just said there, make sure you follow up with something so that the, you're not just waiting for them to come to you. Like Pete just said there, adding them to a Facebook group, that's in a community of other people you've got where they are in the exact same position. They know you as the authority, you can reach out to them personally. And one, which we talk about a lot is if, again, as Pete just said, if you bring them in the week after and speak to them again and you set a day and time, you can actually send them away, give them a little bit of homework to work on some of the exercises. they are probably going to do it because they're struggling with it. If they've taken time to put the induction, most people will take the time to actually follow the advice that been given from you. And if you've built up no like, and trust, and you've been relatable to them, they will turn up to the next week. And that's when you can ask how they've got on. You can maybe show them a few other exercises. And that's where you can, again, plant more of the seed about PT. You could say. Well, I've showed you some of the basics in the induction. I've showed you some other exercises in the follow-up and in the little mini training program I've done. Would you like to see how it's worked for Sheila, my 52 year old client who's got the exact same results, which you're actually wanting. So that way you're planting the seed without directly selling. Most people they're going to say, yeah, I'd like to hear more about it because you haven't just gone, I'm a PT. Would you like to book a consultation? These are my prices. All you're doing is just telling them a story about one of the other clients. And then you could say, well, I have 30 minutes spare on Friday. I can book you in for a completely free consultation. Nothing salesy. I just want to actually get to know you a little bit more, your goals, your struggles, and then if it's okay with you, we can then do some personal training where I can actually guarantee that you get to your goal because I've already helped people who've got the same problem as you. So I think it's just using all these different things at the end of the consultation. So that someone actually feels like you are the person to help them.
1: And I think if you take all those points that we've got across and go away, work out what you're going to do for yourself in your inductions, have a little bit of a, a loose plan, some questions in your head. So it
0: flows. You're going to get clients aren't you? list. Exactly that. If you, the, at the end of the day, the more you do something, the better you're going to get. The more indu- inductions you do using this template. As we spoke about, we spoke about an icebreaker. So when people first come in, making a little bit of chat, some back and forth to so your personable after that, once everyone's there, ask the open-ended questions so you know more about them and you can then tailor the induction. So when you're showing them some exercises, the basic machines, you can then show them some extra exercises to help them tailored to their problems and goals, and then after you've finished all of that. The last thing you should do is some type of lead capture to then either bring them in some type of follow-up to see them again, or add them to a Facebook group, somewhere where you can contact them again, personally, where you're leading them down that conveyor belt. Have you got anything else to say on that? No, I think we've covered it all. there. really
1: just practice makes perfect. And the more you do of something and the better you get, it'll just flow easier and, and you'll learn as, as you do more, you'll learn what works, what doesn't work. And then just keep refining them. Exactly that.
0: So if you want to know a bit more in depth about earning more money, getting more clients and reducing the stress, hit the link in the description where we've got our PT masterclass, deep dive of the exact principles we teach. Or if you want to fast track and get into our 12-week business transformation course to, again, earn more money, get more clients, then hit the link in that description. And you can speak to one of us on the phone where it's completely free. And we can figure some stuff out within your business. Hope you enjoyed episode 56 What PT Suck at Communication in an Induction. See you in the next episode.
1: Yep.